Hello, Paisans, and welcome to Where Should We Eat podcast. I am your host, Jacqueline Marfuji Caprio, and grazie for joining us this week. Guess what? We have a lot, a lot of content about New York and Italy and Los Angeles and the entertainment industry, which I know a lot of you listening are probably maybe interested in. Um, I'm so excited for you to hear my interview with my guest, Sarah Sanderson. She's amazing. She's an actress, she's a producer, and she's a host of the awesome podcast, Entertain Her, um, one of the hosts and creators. And she just dishes it all out. She was just in New York filming a movie and she talks all about all the restaurants she went to and just all the adventures she had in New York. And also, guess what, guys? Right after we podcasted, she announced that she's pregnant. Um, She actually walked in when we were podcasting and she was like, uh, by the way, I have a surprise. I'm pregnant. Um, and it was so awesome and I'm so happy for her. So please, please, please go visit her page and wish her well. Her and her, um, boyfriend Doug are expecting and it's just so exciting. And she was just absolutely glowing during this interview and I'm just so happy for them. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's a little scoop for you. Uh, we weren't allowed to talk about it during the interview, but then she made the announcement. So she's doing well and we wish her nothing but the best. Uh, and guys, thank you again for listening. I love hearing from you and I just really appreciate you supporting the podcast. And I have some pretty big announcements coming up. So definitely stay tuned and know that we're going to be covering a few different other cities and I'm going to be spending time on the East Coast, Ireland, and in Italy and Las Vegas coming up. So guess what? You are going to get a lot of content. Um, But thank you again. I love you guys and enjoy Sarah Sanderson. My guest sitting across from me is just glowing. She's amazing. I've known her four years and she's just the best. And I'm very, very excited to pick her brain about all the things she loves to cook. Uh, she is one of the hosts of the Entertain Her podcast on Action Park Network. She's an actress, a comedian, and again, my favorite credit is that she absolutely loves to cook. Um, thank you so much for being here, Sarah Sanderson. Wow. Thanks for the introduction. That oh, was so welcome. awesome. Oh my God. And I do love to cook. Yes. COVID brought that out a little stronger. I mean, me. you guys have to go to her Instagram. I feel like, do you have to deep dive a little? Because No, go to my Reels page. Oh, there you go. Tell, yeah. Okay. Tell the Paisans what your Instagram handle is. It is Sarah E. Sanderson. No yeah. H on the Sarah. Absolutely no H. Thanks, mom, for making me say that my whole life. Because uh, <laughs> everyone spells it the other way. Uh, and then, yeah, Reels page. And I think the normal video uh, page has some longer videos as well. I mean, I had no idea how good of a chef you were. You know what? I'm, I don't think I am. Like, <laughs> I, really, I just, I've, I'm not like, let me just make up some recipe. I am following to the T a recipe. Or I was finding people on Instagram, uh, Scott Conant, who I love. He's a chef. 
I was, uh, he was doing break it down. This is how you make it. I would watch it. I would pause it. I would do it. I would look. I'm like, okay. It was almost like being in a class with him. Uh-huh. I make a lot of his dishes. He now follows me <gasps> and has commented on oh. a few of the dishes. My boyfriend, Doug, knows him. Yeah. He does not follow Doug, which Doug does not love that. <laughs> I love that for you. Thank you. Um, but <laughs> when I get a fire emoji from him, I'm like, yes, I nailed that dish. Yeah. But we, I always thought it was Conan. I've been saying his name wrong this entire time. I'm probably time. saying it wrong. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Well, I went in. He had opened a restaurant in Beverly Hills, which I hate that it's not there anymore. Um, no. I had like interviewed for it. This was probably over a decade ago. Was this at the montage? Yeah. yeah. And they had that famous, have you made the sauce? It was like the most. No, <gasps> I know. I should try a sauce. It's like a very simple, just tomato sauce, but okay. I don't know what he does with it. It's just incredible. His beef ragu is insane. Oh, I haven't tried that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, I, you make a double batch. I'm probably, I probably could make a single, but I just follow his directions. I'm like, it's a double. <laughs> and then I freeze half or I eat it all. Um, it's so good. I mean, I just want to know, like, were you always cooking for you and Doug and then like the pandemic hit and you're like, well, I'm just going to like make all these reels of it or how did that even start? No. So my boyfriend, Doug Ellen is a food snob and I would never want to cook for him because he, we go to restaurants that I think this food is good. And he's like, this is dog shit. You know, like he's, he likes to only go to the top places. What are his favorite places to go to? Um, Medeo, which is now coming back. It's, is it open yet? They're doing some soft opening and they will not answer the phone and it's driving me insane. Oh my God. So if anyone can get us a reservation to Medeo, we really <laughs> want to go. Um, but, but because they've been closed, mm-hmm. we've been going to Giorgio, uh, Baldi. Baldi. So Doug loves there, but I mean, yeah. fancy pants, you know? Uh, yeah. That's like, it's like Doug and Rihanna's favorite place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like last time we were there, like, oh my God, we were there with my mom. Cause we took her, you know, to a nice meal and we were telling this funny story about, um, Doug's idols, Larry David. Yeah. And we were in Cabo and I see Larry and I'm like, oh my God, Doug, Larry's here. And he goes, oh, I know. I just talked to him earlier, um, by the sauna he asked me to go golfing and he's like, I hate golf. I don't want to go. And when your idol asked you to go golfing and you said, no, <laughs> it's like, you go if your idol asks you that. So I were telling my mom the story in walks, Larry David, like two minutes later. And so my mom's like, Larry David, and is pointing at him and starts waving. And I'm like, mom, stop. And he's like looking at us like we're insane. And so Doug's kind of hiding and oh then he sits God. down and he realizes it's Doug. He's like, oh, hey, Doug. And so he comes over and I was like, I'm really sorry about my mom. Oh, my <laughs> so, God. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, you know, you see lots of celebrities at that place because it's real fancy. It is. I saw John Goodman the last time I was there and that was like an exciting one for me. You know, uh, Doug and I went in our Halloween costumes one year. Shut up. Um, yeah, I was... Um, and a blank on the name. Was it Wonder Woman, Poison no, Ivy, no, Circus? No, it was the year before. <laughs> Boobs, black hair, and he... Oh, my God. What was I? Elvira? Was I Elvira? I think I was Elvira. Yeah, yeah, Elvira. She has the, the dark, the haunted stuff. Yes. I was Elvira. <laughs> and then he was... Oh, he was the dead dude. We made him some dead guy. <laughs> I can't think of the There's name. There's a lot of those. With some scary dead guy. We went okay. to this fancy restaurant, sat by the door oh, in full costumes, okay. and surprisingly, no one even looked at us weird. No one cared. Oh, no. Nope. Yeah. 
You probably look like normal Hollywood people. Probably. Like yeah. just really fancy from the du- like dark yeah, came out. Exactly. <laughs> um, but so with Doug, no, I never wanted to cook for him because okay. um, I started learning how to cook. My mom, I learned how to bake when I was a kid. My mom, um, she's a microwaver. So cooking was never like, oh, let me learn how to make that. Nope. You know, um, I started hanging out with a friend, um, Vanessa Lachey who's a very good cook, who actually has a cookbook. She's a cookbook. Yes. And you were in a Christmas movie with her. I was. Yes. 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 So her and I are actually friends. Um, we have a mutual best friend. And probably about 10 years ago, she would invite us over to pool parties. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she had a nice house. And um, she was living with Nick. They would make, she would, or not they, she would make this like insane dip and like mac and cheese and like all these like fancy fun things. And she was hosting and I went, this looks fun. I kind of learned how to bake this. And so I started, mm-hmm. I think the first thing that she, her and I cooked together was, um, barefoot Contessa's mac and cheese, which to this day I make and people die, but it's like a gourmet. Yeah. Like what's the secret with it? It's uh, I always say the cheese name wrong. Gruyere, Gruyere cheese. See, I'm not a foodie, guys. I mean, Gruyere. I can't say it. <laughs> Gruyere, Gruyere, <laughs> Gruyere cheese. Uh, I think is the secret. I don't know. Okay. Um, but we made that, and I just started like you know actually learning some recipes. She would send me some of her favorites, and then I was single. I would pour myself a glass of wine, turn on some Frank Sinatra, yes. and make myself a nice dinner. I would eat it for about two nights. And that was my thing. Like, so not that I was like a cook, but I enjoyed cooking. I you guess. enjoy like the process. You enjoy the journey of the meal. Yes. I like to pour a glass of wine, turn on music and cook, which is fun. And then COVID hit and like, you didn't have a choice. You had to cook. And yeah, so right. I had to cook for Doug. And he actually now will go out to eat. He's like, your chicken parm's way better than that. Like, he's like, we should just stay home. Like, you know, he actually likes some of my things. He's got a lot of notes sometimes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Does he cook too? So he tricked me when uh, COVID first hit, we would turn on music, have wine and cook together. Yeah. That turned into, you should film what you're cooking, you know? And so then he was filming it. But while he's filming it, he's like, you have to clean that up right away as I have three different things on the burners. I'm like, I can't. I'm going to burn these these things. He's like, this is going to ruin the counter. So I fired him from filming me. So I was just filming myself. Which, which is- one of those videos is on Instagram. It's actually really funny. Why? Just like to hear like the commentary. The yeah, the banter of the two of us. Um so now when I cook, he's upstairs watching TV and I just literally yell dinner time. And he comes down. Like okay. that's, so I cook by myself, but, okay. and then all these people on his Instagram think that he's cooking. Cause he will post the meals. They're like, wow, Doug, good job. Way to kill it. <laughs> and I bet he doesn't tag you or give you. No, he, t- he tags <laughs> he me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tommy does this really annoying thing where I say dinner's ready and then he'll go and like go to the bathroom and like finish up stuff in the office. So I'll even have to be like, we're ready in 10. And no matter what, I'm always waiting like another 10 minutes before. What is he doing for 20 minutes? I don't know. And it's so annoying. And he knows it's like my biggest pet peeve. I feel like he does it. Right? Sarah knows the the main squeeze, Tommy. Um, Yeah. Which by the way, I can't believe it's only been four years that I've known you. Is that for real? I think five. five. I think, yeah, we started dating, I guess, was it 2016 or 2017? I don't know. I feel like I really, we, I remember running into you at the Jim Jeffries, the premiere party yes. for their show at the London. Is that when you guys first started dating? That was like six months in. 
that was like the first big like thing outing you know like went and got the makeup dye and like did all yeah that was yeah that was a fun party that was a really fun party i missed that show well i'm so happy that you and tommy met really of course (laughs) yeah i was like go tommy oh gosh thank you yeah i've been a pain in the butt lately i was telling sarah i just had a birthday and normally grazie um I normally love like my birthday. I love it's in June. I feel like it's such a fun time around where we live. It's pride month. Like it's always the best. And this year it was just like a goddamn dark cloud. I couldn't shake it. I don't know why. And so poor Tommy, we went to Sunset Tower for dinner because love that place. I just like how like the old school vibes of it. Yeah. Some ghosts. Yeah. Joined you. Some ghosts. I think some demons got oh, inside my demon. body followed you home i happy yeah, birthday literally like <laughs> cried through the meal oh no yes no, oh, no. cried through the meal like literally they're bringing out like i love that they have like hot fudge sundays there what yeah you literally at the end of the meal they hand you like a piece of paper and you and a little pencil and you get to mark off what you want in your sunday I don't remember that. Yeah. Nope. That's I my need favorite to go part. There and get a Sunday. Yes. The milk and cookies. Like it's a whole vibe. I don't think I've ever had dessert there. It's just been. I'm not a dessert person, but it's the oh. like the only place I order dessert. I love dessert. Right. Because yeah. you can get like peanut butter sauce and like just all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're literally bringing over my Sunday and the plate says like happy birthday and they're singing and I'm just crying. No. I don't, I, and yeah, and we walked home because we live really close and I could not stop crying. I was like, what is going on with me? Yeah, it was not wow. opening presents. This one crying. hit you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the deal was. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. So he's been a goddamn warrior. He's <laughs> probably like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay. What do I do? I know. I'm like, no, I love it. I love going out to dinner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Bad. When's your birthday? November. You're, oh, that's a Scorpio. Good oh, yes. He's a Scorpio. Yeah, I think I knew that. Yeah. When's his? The 15th? He's October 28th. Oh, totally wrong. Yeah. (laughs) I was in the wrong month. (laughs) Do you look like, are you a big birthday person? Yeah. You know, for other people, yeah, I'm always pretty good about, you know, I get pretty good gifts or I try to show up to their birthdays if I'm invited. For me, um, it depends. Like a few years I was having, I think if I'm single, yes, I'm having a bigger party because you really want to be surrounded by friends and like make it a fun time and not be like, I'm alone you know yes. but when you have a boyfriend that's like dinner's fine yeah i don't know right maybe i mean i wouldn't mind a little wine tasting i love wine tasting oh, that would be fun i wouldn't mind napa you know <laughs> not a big birthday person let's go to napa yeah but just like let's just do a chill napa trip <laughs> yeah you know let's go to napa for a few days um <laughs> yeah i don't know it depends i've done i've definitely done big birthdays yeah. i mean i've never done like i've had friends for their 30th or their 40th go on some like like huge trip. I've I, never, never done, done anything done like that. that. No, that's not so. been a thing. I wanted to ask you before we get into the where should we eat of it all. You're so good at hosting. I feel like you had such adorable little setups for all your like socially distant. Like, I stole it all. You shut up. From, tell us your secret. From Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa, let me tell you, if Vanessa was not a host or an actor, she would be a party planner chef. And that's all in her book, but she'll, and she breaks it down, like how to host these parties, what to do each season. 
It's insane. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've always just been blown away. I'm like, I don't understand. You have three kids, you're married and, and she's like such a, a thoughtful friend. And I don't know how she does it all. I don't know if she just doesn't <sighs> sleep. I'm not sure. But it's so she ha- hosted a social distance gathering. I was okay. like, oh, wow, this is really cool. I literally copied the whole thing. So <laughs> I feel like that's the best tip copy copy yes. copy yeah and then now you have pinterest you have tiktok you you can find any sort of ideas like type in the party that you want to throw mm-hmm. everything will come up and you can see what people are doing and then i would screenshot like their tables and i'm like okay let me figure out how to do that okay um so i just kind of would steal ideas okay now do you like to over buy and like get like too much stuff for the party or do you try to like keep it pretty like in line with who's going to be there like i always have too much food right yeah it's annoying but i mean it's it's fine i just people like take home food because we throw it away after like, this, yeah like we're gonna throw this out and they're like what and so they take like plates of stuff and oh you just threw like an engagement party for our friend was it not party but just a little like yay you got engaged that was just a pool party <laughs> yeah um i hadn't seen her since she got engaged and when i was buying rafts there was a ring one and i went oh that's cute mm-hmm. i'll just get that for her and then on Amazon, it was this cute little thing for $10 and it had a sash and a crown and a little veil. So that's, that's all it was. I was like, Alex, where are this? Like it wasn't. Uh, yeah. I'm sure I thought about that later. Like I hope people didn't see that on Instagram of her friends and think, oh, I wasn't invited to her engagement thing. No. It was just a, like a pool party. And prop too. And you're like, like, here, you're, you get this raft. I feel like Amazon is the best place for any sort of party supply yes. anything yeah amazon comes to my house a lot oh god i get in trouble for all the amazon boxes <laughs> i know it's so much um i'm so happy you were able to come to my house today um sarah and i were supposed to podcast maybe like a few weeks ago but yeah. guess what guys she just shot a movie and we can't really talk about it. can you tell the paisans what you were doing and then i'm gonna pick your brain about new york yeah, well, I was in New York, um, but no, I it's lame as it sounds. I signed an NDA, so I really can't say anything. So besides, she's a big deal, guys. Besides, um, yeah, I was in New York and I filmed something. <laughs> uh, it was it was a quick shoot for myself, not for them, but you okay. know, that's all it was. But I I did get to hit some of our favorite spots, and again, where I'm eating at in New York is from Doug. Like Doug, okay. So where should we eat in New York? So he loves Emilio Bellotto. Ben, and if people are unfamiliar, that's Katie Holmes's ex-boyfriend's dad's restaurant. <laughs> well, also his. His, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So I have a funny story about that. Uh, they don't take reservations, but Doug has been going there for so long, and he's on the wall, and they have you know all these pictures of people. So he has the cell phone numbers for this. There's, um, I think, there's two sons. There's the dad and the mom. That own it. And they're, and one of the sons, Emilio, who dated Katie Holmes, mm-hmm. has the same name as the owner or the dad. Okay. And so the dad's sitting out front. And he's like a little scary. And we walk up. And I've never been. And so Doug's like, hi, I have a reservation. He's like, we don't take reservations. And he said, oh, uh, I know Emilio. He's like, I'm Emilio. And he goes, oh, uh, I'm on your wall. It's your son. I texted him and he's like, okay. So he let us in. But I went, wow, this is a weird restaurant. I've never had an experience walking into a restaurant like that, but the food's great. And, uh, and yeah, that guy, Emilio, the guy that dated Katie is so nice. And he's inside like running the place and really sits down and he'll talk with you and is really friendly. So was it, was it like packed when you guys always packed? It's always packed. And then one time we went, there was a line because again they don't take reservations 
and they had to sneak us through the back door so the line didn't see so that they were sneaking attack you <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> what did you guys eat there Oh, I always, I believe they have a caprese. I think I always get there. Um, I'd have to look. I don't even remember. I mean, everything there is good. I it's think Doug always gets clams. Okay. Um, I follow them on Instagram, the the brother that's the chef. Okay. Their food's just really good. I need to, I feel like I want to try their chicken parm. Their chicken parm, yes. Yes. Get that. Yep. I love a thin chicken parm. It has to be like pounded out for me. Yes. Yeah. It's very thin. It's yes. good. Um, their, their pastas are good. I mean, everything I've had there's been really good. Everything. I wonder if there's like a certain like time of day, like you can go and like get in. I think if you go right when it's, when it opens yeah. sort of with any restaurant that yeah. doesn't take reservations, that would be your best bet. Yeah. The ideal. I feel like that would be so awkward if you were like trying to like take a girl out or like, and you like, have to wait in and line. you have to wait in line or like you don't get in or, Oh yeah. Oh God. We just, we just reported on a story of like Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber not getting into Carbone and wow. like, yeah. And I was like, okay, they probably were just like, you're gonna have to wait a little bit. And they probably just didn't want to wait. Wow. Um, <laughs> I went to this. I want to look up the name of this restaurant. I went to, um, after my fitting. Okay. It was so good. It was, um, I'm trying to think how I can find, oh, it's in my New York stories. Perfect. Um, yeah. If you follow if you look at my Instagram, there okay. is a New York kind of, what are those called? Uh, like a New York highlight. Highlight reel. Yeah. You'll see, of course, Joe's Pizza. We always hit. Yes. Sadell's is so good for breakfast and lunch. They have the best salads, but their breakfast is fantastic. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Where is Sadell's? See, there's Sadell picture right there. Um, oh. That is it's a beauty. near Houston Street. It's not that far from Bellotto's. Okay. Um, Houston. Oh, how, the word Houston Street just reminds me of my early 20s, like running around. Did you live in New York? I lived in Jersey, but I was okay. close. So I was taking like acting see, classes in New York. See, this is Sadell's. Oh, yes. They have towers. Guys, You're taking acting towers. class in New York? That's I was fun. taking acting class and auditioning and doing plays. And like, I was just always in the city. And I would just get lost on like Houston Street and then that whole area. I just wouldn't even know where I needed to go. And at that time, mm. it was, I felt like a lot safer to just kind of like get lost in New York. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I honestly haven't been to the city in two years. Oh, okay. How, well, I mean, it's it's the city, you know. I, it, since two years ago, I, was that before or after COVID? It was right before. I had right before. Okay, I feel in. like it's back. Is it it's back? It's yeah, back. it's the same. A few years ago, we went to the Bronx, Little Italy, for the New York Pizza Festival, <sighs> which was so fun. I mean, it was like all of these amazing pizzas. This oh is all God. on my Instagram. Oh, and we always go to JG Melon. Okay, I'm writing all this down for you guys. I'm gonna put it in the notes. Yeah, that JG other burger, burger is insane. JG Melon. That's uh, Midtown. Okay, Midtown. I love this. Uh, and then here's another photo of Sedell's where you can see like the layout. But again, Sedell's is so good lunch or breakfast, but definitely get, oh, here's a, oh, look at that Emilio Bellotto Caprese. I mean, I, this is like porn to me. I would rather <laughs> like this, like these pictures are turning me on way more than any like dude or Look hot. at that breakfast in Sedell's. Yep. That, that's, that is, yeah. that is a sexy tower right there, guys. I wish you could see what I'm looking at. You have to go to Sarah's New York highlights. Sedell's, <gasps> this is a salad at Sedell's. 
Oh my gosh. And they're French toast. Okay. I can send you these pictures. And we'll post. post. This is going to go in the carousel. So if you guys don't even want to make the effort to look through the highlight, it will be on my Instagram too. This restaurant (gasps) was fantastic. Lilia. Oh, I've never heard of Lilia. Oh, it was so good. Um, I went there after my fitting. Okay. And it was in Brooklyn. And it was fantastic. It was one of, I told Doug, it was one of your better suggestions. He had given me a places to eat. Wow. Okay. So did you like take cars everywhere? Did you take the subway? Were you just like bopping around? You know, I used to take the subway. Um, It's a little scary now. There's been a lot of recent stabbings and then with COVID and I was trying not to get COVID with the movie. So I was, uh, I have a funny story actually. So I was taking, you know, cars, but. I went, I, I stayed at a hotel that was near where they COVID tested me. Okay. And I thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to walk and um, go see the Sex in the City, Carrie Bradshaw's apartment and go to the friend's apartment and just do some like touristy things. It's only a couple miles. Well, this storm starts coming in. And so the wind picks up and it's flying off my hat and sunglasses. So I'm holding on to them. I'm not wearing them anymore. Uh-huh. I'm walking in this wind, trying to get back to my hotel. I'm looking at the weather and it's like rain in 10 minutes. No. And I'm like, how long to my hotel? 12? I could do it. So I get there. I don't even think about it. The next day I wake up and my left eye, it's like crusty. Uh-huh. And I went, oh my God. Did I just give myself pink eye what? from the wind? Because you can get pink eye when it's super windy like that. Like it's just it's bacteria, whatever. So uh, the next day was when I was filming. So here I'm trying to like not get COVID, be safe. And I might have just given myself pink eye going on my stupid walk, you know, <laughs> to see stuff. So luckily I was so worried all day. I wake up the next day. My eye was fine. So it must have just been like a, some sort of dirt in my eye from the wind. Fuck but had a freak out moment that, oh my God, I'm not able to film because I get myself pink eye. Didn't get COVID, but got pink eye. But luckily, <laughs> neither of those things happened. Oh, the wind in New York did it. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, and then I went to, I think it was Ambrosia. I went to lunch and that was really good. Ambrosia. They have a few there. They have great coffee. Okay. Um, good little baked goods. But I also, I love Caprese. They had a really good Caprese. I mean, Sarah also has a lot of fabulous Italy pictures. Mm, yeah, I miss Italy. I, I was mean, there three years ago. Was it three years ago? Three years ago. When was COVID? Yeah, three yeah, years ago. Was it three, three years, years ago, ago right now? Uh, so Sarah and I, I did one of her shows at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. And yeah. during her set, spoiler alert, she pulls out this <laughs> huge blow up. It's like a poster, like uh-huh. a cardboard poster of a picture of her in Italy. Can you tell the Paisans the backstory of this? This little yeah, joke? Uh, we flew to Italy and Delta lost my luggage, um, <laughs> which again, Doug, stealing my thunder, was posting that they lost his luggage. What? On his Instagram. So everyone's like, oh, poor Doug. I was, I was like, okay. He has this giant suitcase. And you know, I had packed all these cute dresses. We're in Rome for two days before we yeah. went down to the Mafi coast. I had all these cute outfits. I lit and rookie mistake, anyone listening, if you're going on a trip, at least put one outfit in your carry on okay. just in case this happens to you. And I have no idea why I flew to Italy in a shorts romper. And that's what I'm stuck in. So I have a shorts romper. I luckily had a little sweater that went to my knees um, and flip-flops. So, you know, and they say, they're like, oh, it's on the next flight. We'll just bring it to your hotel. Don't worry about it. So I go to the hotel, not worried. Um, 
I didn't want to waste time shopping because I could literally no time in Rome. I've never been there. We've got all these places to see, places to eat. I wanted to go to the Vatican. We had tickets to the opera. Suitcase was not coming. Uh, so finally, we're going to the opera. I'm like, I can't wear this to the opera. So I see a Zara. I was like, okay, I have to run in there and buy something. Um, I had no time. I, I pick every small dress I can find. I stand in line. I get in there. They look like the most hideous bridesmaids dresses that you've ever seen. And they were so huge on me. Oh, I'm God. not sure why. I had to just pick one, go back to the hotel. And I warned Doug. I'm like, this dress is so ugly. And he's like, why did you buy it then? I was like, long story. And so I put it on. I turned the corner and he's like, Ugh. It's, like <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thanks. I got to wear this now. Romance. Um, so that dress, it's yellow. It looks like a yellow egg. And it is so tacky. And that's what I'm wearing in front of all the landmarks in Rome. Because we went walking that whole day. We went to the opera. Oh my God. And I mean, it's it's an awful dress. I've now turned it into a stand-up bit that's and great. blew the poster up because it gets the biggest laugh when I show an Instagram version uh-huh. versus real life. Because I did catalog modeling back in my day so I can make something that doesn't fit look like it does. Totally. Did like a spin. Looks like it had some shape. <laughs> which it did not. Um, but yeah, some guy after when I did that bit at flappers, he comes up to me after he's like, Oh my God, that dress. I can't believe you wore that. I mean, there's starving children in the world. <laughs> yeah. But no, Italy's food. Oh my God. Italy's food is on a different level. So we're going to Italy in like two weeks. Um, I've never been. So what? yeah, <gasps> never been. To Italy. Where are you going? Originally, we were going to do Rome and the Amalfi Coast, but we're going to Ireland first Carrie's so, wedding. for Carrie's wedding. Nice. Um, yeah, so we're doing that, and we just, I don't know, I feel like we either waited too long to, like, book Rome and Amalfi and, like, all of it, and, like, the travel agent was just like, it's just going to be, like, really packed, and because we're going in, like, it'll be July, mm-hmm. and that's, like, high Prime time. Yeah, and... I just felt like for all the recommendations and for what everyone told us, we just weren't going to be able to do like half the things. And so instead, we got a recommendation actually from my cousins. Um, Hey, Rob. Uh, Rob and Morgan. Um, (laughs) And they love Rapallo. And so we're flying to Milan. Mm. And then we have a car taking us to Rapallo and we're staying at this hotel that they love called the Excelsior. And we're going to do like a day trip to Portofino, a day trip to Cinque Terre, like a day trip to Santa Margarita. And yeah, so it'll be a different Italy trip. I feel like I don't know anything about the areas we're going to, whereas Rome and like I had researched, like I knew every restaurant yeah. I wanted, like Amalfi, like all of it. And now I just feel like a fish out of water. Like I don't know what to You're do. You're going to have to research, find out where to go. I know. Uh, but no, their food, it's so fresh. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's like nothing we have here. And it's crazy. You will wake up eating pasta. You'll eet pasta all day long and you go to sleep and you're like, I'm going to get fat. I lost weight while I was there, which made no sense. I ate pasta and gelato every day, multiple times a day. So much food, chocolate croissants every morning. Oh my God. Like, and I lost weight. 
I mean, I want pasta by the pool. Like that's I had it. Yes. All I want. I want to be sitting in a bathing suit, just chowing down. <laughs> yeah. No, their food, their food will spoil you for a while. You'll come back Great. and you'll be like, oh, what am I going to eat now? You're like, Giorgio Baldi, ew. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> oh. No, Giorgio Baldi's great. And their fish. If you eat fish, even the, like we had a rock fish in, um, in Priano, it was so good. Really? Oh Yeah. Okay. So do you have like a favorite, like where should we eat in Italy where you guys went? Well, I'm not, I didn't go to where you're going. I know. So I don't know. I feel like I don't know anyone that's like, besides <laughs> like my cousin. Everyone's like, Rapallo. Huh? Well, I would trust who your cousin yeah. is suggesting yeah. since they've been. There's, there's a few spots they've told I us. I mean, has your cousin ever steered you wrong? No. He okay. is like the ultimate foodie. Like, oh, well, yeah, there you go. Totally. I, and my dad, I mean, my, my dad's the president of an Italian like cheese company and, he was with all these Italians. They were at the fancy food show in New York and he was talking to them about where we're going. And they're like, you just really can't go wrong. Like nothing's going to be bad. Now I know why you knew how to say that cheese. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be disowned. How if do I, I do it again? Gruyere. Gruyere. I've literally always <laughs> said that wrong. Gruyere. Gruyere. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Um, so Sarah, I want to know, do you have an absolute favorite place to eat? It doesn't have to be in New York. It doesn't have to be Italy. Like, what's your number one spot that just, like, sparks so much joy for you? I got to go with Giorgio Baldi. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. I love their – I'm going to blank on the name. I'm like, I love what I love. I can't think of. They're – it's a white fish. What is the name of a white fish? Sole. Their Dover sole is fantastic. Okay. That I want to try to figure out how to make it. It's like a lemon buttery sauce. Uh, it's so good. And then, oh my God, they have these raviolis we get as an appetizer. It's a corn ravioli. And the way to describe them is like little clouds that melt in your mouth. Like they're just so light and so good. That sounds delightful. Yeah. So I get excited when we go there. Hopefully we'll go there when my mom's in town next week. So. Oh, she's coming in town next week. We'll see if Larry David is there again. Right. <laughs> I feel like Doug turning down golf from Larry David is the most Larry David thing he could do to Larry David. People tell Doug <laughs> he's like Larry David. And he always says that. I'm like, you know, that's not probably a compliment, right? <laughs> he goes, he will say all the time. I'm like Larry on curb. I'm oh like, my God. That's really funny. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Larry Larry David, but Same. I, I don't know if I'd be able to like put up with him every day. Yeah. Although golfing with Larry David, I feel like would be epic. I think it's because Doug doesn't like, he's competitive. He doesn't like if he's not good at something. Okay. And I think not that he isn't good at golfing. I just think it's not something like pickleball. He would play down. Yeah. Although now I think he has been asked to play pickleball with Larry and he said no. <laughs> because pickleball, he only wants to play with like tennis pros. Oh my <laughs> so. God. Wow. Do you guys play sports together? Oh no. No. Not mm-hmm. a ch- not a thing. When we first started dating, uh, we were in Cabo and I had never watched pickleball. So I was like, oh, I'll come watch. So I watched him for a little bit and I was like, oh yeah, this would be fun. I should play this with him sometime. And then halfway through it, oh, Oh no, no, no. We would break up. Like, no. Cause the way I play sports, I don't know if you've ever come to play softball with us. No, I'm terrible. I play for fun, you know, yeah. volleyball on the beach. Again, I'm terrible. If someone is there and they're not, 
they don't want to play for fun. They want to play for the sport mm-hmm. and to win. I'm not the best teammate. <laughs> I'm a good sport. Yeah. I'm not good at sports is the difference. Um, oh, I love that. So yeah, I've been enjoying learning pickleball with my podcast girls and a few other friends. Like if you ever want to come play, we have a, we've been getting lessons at the Riviera country club, our friend Matt. Oh yeah. Anyone want some lessons, Matt, he's getting pretty famous. He was in vanity fairs, like the pickleball coach. Um, go Matt. Yeah. Go Matt. Riviera's but it's just... fun to learn. It's and it's Riviera is beautiful. Yeah. Stunning. Oh yeah. So beautiful. That's and like elite right there. Yeah. That's how you know you Matt made can it. get you in. All you right. Know? You don't need to be a member. Just you, know Matt. Pickleball. Who knew pickleball was the gateway I to think Riviera. That, <laughs> right. I think that his Instagram name is something like, um, is it like McNasty pickleball or something <laughs> crazy like that? Oh, He's God. really funny. <laughs> He's funny. I'm um, gonna take him up on that. That's amazing. We yeah. have family that's out here that are members there, so we've had like Thanksgiving there. Oh, and great! Whatnot, but I I have to see if they know McNasty pickleball, <laughs> Matt. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he was a tennis coach, and then now is and pickleball's taking over. Is it? Yeah, oh my gosh, it's like guys. the fastest growing sport. You've heard it here first. I did not know that. Yeah, and it's <gasps> fun. It's like if people don't know what it is, it's tennis meets ping pong. Uh, so it's like a mini tennis court and there is sort of like a ping pong thing that happens where they call it the kitchen. Stay out of the kitchen. You want to stay out of the kitchen and pick a dog and that's the area by the net. And if you step in it, then you're fouled and the other team gets, gets like that point. Wait, is this what Charlotte and Harry played, um, the other couple in the new sex in the city and they got into like a massive fight? I don't know. Was it pickleball? I think it might have been pickleball and they should not play pickleball together. Oh, yeah. Well, because it's different from tennis. You don't stay back. You need to once you have to stay, stay back when they serve and then you have to run to the line, like get to the front, which is don't step in the kitchen, though, but get in that front line, because then when they're hitting it, you're hitting it back from there. And if you're way in the back, uh-huh. they'll end up scoring a point. Oh so if that God. person, if your partner's not running up, you know, you're like, get, get up to the front. So, <laughs> so Doug lot. gets pretty intense on there. So I don't think we'll ever play together. I don't think you should. No, <laughs> I want to know, do you, because you guys do travel a lot and I feel like you do besides your Italy epic suitcase fail. I feel like you always look so adorable and I just picture you guys just like jetting off and you being like super chill and having everything perfectly put together. Do you have any tips for packing or for anyone Mm. that's listening for like traveling with a significant other? Because I've just become increasingly worse and worse. I used to pride myself on it and now I'm awful. I am an overpacker. Okay. And I also have to always bring my own pillow. So, <laughs> oh wow, maybe you aren't as chill or as mobile as I thought you were. Uh, I have a bad neck from car accidents like no. forever ago, so I sleep on one of those contoured pillows. Okay. I can sleep on a hotel pillow, but I'm gonna probably wake up with a hurt neck, or I'm just gonna not really sleep because I'm just like so uncomfortable. So it's easier for me to just put my pillow in my suitcase, which means I have to always check a bag, which trust me, that's not always, um, something that Doug likes if we're going on like a weekend trip. He's like, we're going for a weekend. Why do you need this giant suitcase? But also for you men listening, you guys don't need to bring any of like the makeup, the hair tools, the shoes, the outfits, you can wear the same thing with different shirts and that's fine. But yeah, if you want to look cute, 
in your photos, you got to bring up some outfits. And especially like if we're going to New York and it's wintertime, I got to bring winter clothes. I'm going to need a big suitcase and boots. You can't put that in a carry-on. Absolutely not. No, but no, I wish I was better at packing. I did learn about those bags, like the space bags that you get the air out of. Oh. So you can put um, either different outfits in those. Okay. Or you can just put like underwear in one and pants in the other to kind of have it organized. And then you roll the air out. Okay. And then you put that in your suitcase. So you can pack a little bit more in these airbags. I think they're from Ziploc even. Oh, okay. I need, I need to get those. Yeah. And then I always unpack when I get to the hotel. Like I put every, and you could bring a little steamer as well. They have a little mini steamer. It's $20 Bed Bath & Beyond. Okay. And that's great to, to travel do that. With. Yeah. Cause your dresses are going to get wrinkly. Yeah. You know? I mean, I was wondering over in Europe, I feel like Alex or one of the girls was like, you need to get like new curling iron. Like you, you can't use what we use here. Is it that or just these special like outlet things? You just need the outlet. Right? Yeah. You can bring your... So Amazon. Yeah. Amazon and outlet thing yeah. for Europe. I don't need to buy like a specific like curling iron for Europe. No. Just okay. the outlet. God, I'm, I have so much anxiety about this trip. Oh, well. You are going to have so much fun. <laughs> It'll be good. It's going to be great. Um, I want to know, Sarah, what is your favorite dish to actually cook? What's your like food flex if i've been loving this beef ragu the beef ragu with um, how do i say his name right um, uh, it could be conant conant we don't know conant i don't know what it I is i don't know scott either conant or conant we'll post we'll i'll post this clip and be like scott comment back <laughs> oh my god I <laughs> how do we say it i don't want him to know <laughs> no. um i've been i've been loving that um i also do make a really good chicken parm okay uh it's one of i think that would be doug's favorite dish and then another um scott we're gonna i'm gonna say con it say it. um he called it this pantry pasta dish and this recipe is on his instagram under his videos okay and it was during COVID where people didn't have a lot. So it was kind of like, how do you make something? And it is so good. And so that I love to make. This is easy, but very tasty. Um, What's in the pantry pasta? He still uses some of like a regular marinara sauce, or I always use the Rayo's uh, tomato and basil. Mm-hmm. I like that one. But you put so many actual tomatoes in it. Um, you put garlic in it, you put, um, oregano, I think it's oregano, oregano (laughs) sticks, oregano. I'm like, I cannot think today. It's all good. Um, a little tired. Yeah. So you put that in it with all these tomatoes and a little bit of the sauce. Then you do a Parmesan Reggiano and then you do, um, what else does he put in it? The pasta. I feel like there's something else at the end that I'm blanking on. That's okay. We can look it up in his book. Yeah, we'll have to look it up. Is his cookbook, is it a Scarpetta cookbook or is it... He has that. He also came out with another one. I think it's called Eat Love Pasta. That has some good recipes and a lot of Greek recipes because I think his wife is is Greek. So um, he had a lot of those in there that I wanted to try. Okay. I also follow an account um, called Ballerina Farms and she posts so many cute food stories um, she makes a lot of bread. She sells a lot of their products and she's been, um, inspiring me to also want to try some Greek stuff. Cause she has a Greek friend that comes over and makes some dishes and they look good. Um, we need to crack the code on what Greek Jennifer Aniston, um, what her salad that she ate every day is because there's like a famous TikTok salad that's going around. 
What? Yeah. So on the set of Friends, supposedly Lisa, Courtney, and Jen ate like the same salad every single day for like 10 years. And there's all these like viral TikToks about the salad, but apparently Jen just said, Hey, that looks great, but that's not the salad that we ate. Um, and is like either gatekeeping or just didn't further admit. Why don't they release the recipe? I know maybe they're like planning some big, like salad drop. I don't know, but we have to figure that out. It's kind of like a chopped salad. I love chop, love La Scala chopped salad. La Scala so good. Chop. I've seen you there once. Yes. Oh my gosh. You're yeah, right. Yeah. It was after I was, I think I had just gone on my final dress fitting. Yeah. I think yeah. you were about to get married. Oh, that was fun. I, I miss a good La Scala salad. I feel like I usually will go on. So there's like a street in Beverly Hills, Canon that has a bunch of restaurants on it. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll go out to dinner, but then I will stop at La Scala after and just get the salad. <laughs> I know you said you're not big on desserts, but have you ever mm-hmm. been to the chocolate store next door? Yes. What, Ad- where Ad- Lucy. Yes. I love Lucy. <laughs> oh yeah. That chocolate is so good. Oh my God. It's so good. That's a good gift. And that is the only chocolate that Doug will eat. Doug has a, a lot of snob. rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of food rules. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And he only eats like certain ice cream. Okay. From certain places. Wow. He likes McConnell's. McConnell's. Yeah. That's a classic. I do want to know. And I always thought this, like when I was looking at all of your videos, like you, you make so much good pasta and like hearty, like beef, right? Like all that stuff. Speaking of that, you just remember my other favorite Yeah, is the zucchini pasta that I make. I haven't made that in a long time, but that's a recipe from Doug's friend who owns the villa in Italy that we stayed in. Mm. That's his recipe. Okay. Do you have like a secret on how to make good zucchini pasta? Because I feel like I've tried and it's always been like soggy. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I no. just follow what he said. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you really, you really cook it down and it's very thin pieces of zucchini. Okay. And then you just keep melting that zucchini down. Okay. So, I mean, I guess the texture of it might be soggy. It's not crunchy. Yeah. Because I have seen zucchini pasta where they've obviously fried it a little bit. Yeah. Um, this isn't that, but this is very good okay okay it's just pasta cheese it's just cheese and (laughs) And zucchini zucchini. (laughs) that's great but it's great (laughs) sarah looks so happy right now guys i wish you could see her face um oh my god i could talk to you about food all day but i i won't keep you much longer um i want to know though because i'm always like how does she stay so fit and look so good and eat all this pasta and all this stuff is it just I think little bits. Do you eat like massive bowls? Like what's your deal? I think, I think part of it is, especially when you're cooking something, you then probably don't eat as much of it as weird as that sounds. Like you just aren't as hungry. Yeah. But no, I still eat a pretty big plate of food. Um, but I, I have either a smoothie for breakfast or eggs or something light. And Mm -hmm. then for lunch, you know, I have a salad. Um, and then dinner is where I'll eat like the pasta. So I'm not like, in Italy eating pasta three times a day, (laughs) but yeah. Could I eat a little healthier? Probably, but I I don't know the answer to that question. I have no idea. Do you, you were, you've danced for years. Yeah, no, I I would work out, but I think also part of it, especially when you're trying to diet or eat only certain things is you're so hungry. You end up snacking or you end up eating other things. Whereas if you eat it, eat it, it's not even a word. If you ate a bowl of pasta, then you're not going to be snacking. You're going to be full. And so and then also Doug eats dinner at six. I used to eat dinner at like eight, yeah, nine. So I had to get used to eating dinner between like six and seven. 
But the benefit of eating dinner that early and eating stuff like that is, yeah, you got more time to kind of burn that off before you go to bed. Yeah. And so I wake up and my stomach is just a little bit flatter because I had dinner earlier. I need to. So start I think that might be a little bit of a secret. I think it is too. It's almost like you're unintentionally intermittent fasting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good tip. I know here here at Where Should We Eat tips are appreciated. We trust the tips. And I feel like that's a very good tip. Um, I want to know. So you guys just filmed this whole show. We have to talk about Ramble On before you go. And I also want to ask you about your podcast. So what's the deal with Ramble On? You had like so many cool people in it. Like, yeah. tell us about it. So Ramble On. So Doug Allen. I'm like, this is a podcast about Doug. <laughs> I mean, you're his other half. But it makes yeah, sense. yeah. I mean, it's my, it's my life. Yeah. Especially during COVID. I'm like, that's all I'm around. Yeah. <laughs> so, you guys are a unit. At we're this a unit. Point. Yeah. He used to look at me in COVID. He was like, this isn't natural. Like, you're still here. Like, people are not around each other this often. Know, yeah. It was a little crazy. Um, but so he did Entourage. And so it's his new show called Ramble On. And so he's had a podcast. He's a pretty successful podcast called Victory the Podcast. So if you liked Entourage, you'll probably want to check out Victory because it's him. It's Kevin Dillon and Kevin Connolly, cast of Entourage. Um, and they break down episodes. They also have guests. But so he started that during COVID when COVID first hit. Mm -hmm. He now has a second podcast. Um ramble on. And it's kind of, if you want to learn a little bit more behind the scenes, how you, how a show comes to be, how they're casting, how they're breaking things down. It's interesting to listen to. So he, there was his world was okay. being in this podcast world. And he's like, there's a show here. I know there's a show here. And he said it from before he even started victory. He went to watch somebody else's podcast mm -hmm. and it was at action park media, which is Kevin Connolly's company. And he just, you know, for then two years kind of lived that world and that life and his brain is always thinking and working. And so he finally wrote a show mm -hmm. and to ramble on takes place in the podcast world. And Charlie Sheen is in it. Um, he, you know, is making his hopefully because they're it's an independent pilot. They're trying to pitch right now, but hopefully making his television comeback. And I was an associate producer on it, which That's is very so cool. cool. I play a character in it, play a podcaster. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a cool story. I think it's very of the times because the podcasts are so huge right now. And, uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler's on Jamie it. Lynn, yeah. Jamie Lynn's in Love. it. Uh, Breezy from all American is in it. Kamiko Glenn is in it. She was on orange is the new black. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just a lot of, it's a stellar cast. So is everyone playing themselves or are you guys playing characters? It's a mix of both. Like okay. for the most part, people are playing themselves, but then some people that are not as well established, they're playing characters. What was it like sense. actually like filming it and like working together? It was cool. It was um, a week shoot and uh, they just did a pickup shot recently because they started, they wanted to do a new opening. Like after they screened it, they realized, oh, you know what? I think we can make the opening a little bit stronger. So they shot that scene. Um, but it was really fun to be on set. It was fun because I've never seen Doug in that world. Like I know that's his world, but mm -hmm. I don't know him in that way. And during one of the walkthroughs, I remember looking at him and thinking, if I didn't know him, I would be like, hmm, he's cute. Who's this guy? You know, because it's something sexy about the guy in charge and running the place and he's creative. Like, yeah. I find that very attractive. Totally. Obviously. Um, so it was really fun to watch him in that world. And he loves it. And you can tell he loves it. And he runs such a fun set because, you know, it, it trickles down. Like, how it's run from the top is how that set is going to go. Totally. And 
it feels like a family. Like it's a, he's an open door. Anyone can come talk to him for notes or ideas. Um, it's a it was the whole entourage uh, crew, so they've oh. all known each other. Okay, so it was just a really fun time on set. It was sort of like summer camp. It ends. You're like, oh, I hope I see you again soon. Um, and then it was cool as an associate producer being on that end and seeing a little bit of behind the scenes and watching casting tapes and. That was eye-opening because I've heard, especially with all the self-tapes now, that they watch seconds of your tape. But part of you is like, really? Like, I really hope that's not what they do. And as an actor and someone who appreciates acting, yeah. when I first started watching the tapes, I was like, I'm going to watch this guy's whole tape. I'm going to watch the whole thing. And like four minutes goes by and I already know like he's not good. And this yeah. isn't the part. You don't do it. Even as someone who respects actors' time that they've put into something, literally they watch seconds because in seconds they see you, they hear you, and they know if you're the essence of what they're looking for. And then if you are, they'll watch a little bit and they might even just like click further on down the tape to see how you're... They're not going to sit there and watch the full five minutes. They're just not going to do it. Like... So it's, it's fascinating to know that. And if you have more than one scene, yeah. even if it's like not in order, whatever your strongest scene is, put it first. Just always put it first. Yes. I hate putting this late first. I always want that to be last. Uh, I would put it last right? or I'd put separate. You know, yeah. how you can send instead of one take, yeah. you can just send two. I would also do that. I would I would send all your takes separate because if they just watch seconds of the first scene, they're like, well, let's just see how she did in the second they'll look at the second one rather yeah. than they might not if it's all one. Oh my God. It was interesting to watch. And I was like, Oh man, That's a that lot. moment, the very first moments are very important. And the actors that actually took the time to do a moment before uh-huh. were more interesting. Yeah. They really were some inside, Something different inside baseball for you guys. Yeah. It's so true. If anyone's actors and foodies, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of actor foodies that listen. Actually, we're supposed to have Sam Valentine from one broke actress. On. Oh yeah. I follow her. Yeah. yeah. Sam's great. Um, she had a voiceover job she booked. So nice. you, you get it. It is oh. what it is. You book stuff. You got to reschedule. Yeah. It's all good. Um, yeah. So you have ramble on and then you also, I almost feel like your podcast is an extension of that entourage family because there's some people that are, well, you can tell the paisans. Yes. So, um, I have a podcast called entertain her. There's yes. an H in on that. <laughs> um, and it's actually four of us, which I know that's, you know, hard. Usually you don't want that many voices, but we end up doing a lot of roundtable discussions, which is fascinating because we all have such different opinions on oh, yeah. things. So it's interesting to kind of realize, whoa, that's what you think about that and kind of talk it out. Totally. Um, but so Zulai is one of them. She's Kevin Connolly's baby mama. Yes. Um, so she, she, she's an actress. Yeah. And so she's one of the hosts, my friend, Erica Cedeno, who's, uh, she has a, um, an active wear line, body language, very sexy. JLo has been pictured lots of times wearing it, nice. but so she's a mom of two kids. She's married to Matt Cedeno, who's an actor. So you kind of have the opinion of an actor's wife as well. And then plus she is a designer and then you have Aaron Coscarelli, who is an NFL host. Yeah. She's so great. We're all in the business, but in kind of different aspects. I mean, I'm an actress like Zulai, but also comedian. She does a more drama just a little bit different. Yeah. And then we've had Doug on, we've had Kevin on, we're trying to get Dylan on. He's just always out of town. Um, 
But I mean, we're not all entourage, but of course it bleeds over because that's our lives. And it's a little, if you want to learn a little bit more about, I'm very open about Doug and I's relationship on it. You'll hear Zulai talking about her and Kevin. It's, it's interesting. And we've gotten some great feedback on, on reviews on iTunes. Like some lady was saying she's a mom of two. She doesn't have time to really hang out with her girlfriends a lot. So listening to our podcast has sort of filled that void of girl talk that she missed. Um, cause she just really enjoys like our banter and checking in with us every week. And so that's kind of cool to read stuff like that. Yeah. You guys do a whole wind down. We do a segment. wind down segment. <laughs> we pour ourselves a glass of wine. We've gotten some few sponsors, which has been cool. Awesome. And yeah, and we kind of do our catch up of the week before we get into the topic or bring a guest on. And then we have a decanted section at the very end, which is a user's question that we all kind of answer. And I always put them on the spot and you know what the question was yesterday it hasn't aired yet. It was a hard one to answer was what is the kindest thing someone's ever done for you? And that, not that people haven't been kind, but like the kindest thing, like that really was just a hard question to answer. That's really tough, right? What did you say? You'll have to listen if you want to <laughs> no, find out what I said. I <laughs> that one will air next Thursday. What were like the vibes of the answers? Was it more like some state business? Okay. Um, it was just, it, it's just an interesting question like, yeah. for you to think about. And again, not that people haven't been kind, but like to me, I guess, and even looking back at my answer, I don't know. I feel like something selfless should have been the answer. Like the person that did something that was so selfless Mm -hmm. is such a kind thing. Cause obviously there's nothing in it for them. They're doing something just for you. And that wasn't my answer, but it was, (laughs) it was just hard. It was a hard one to, to think of, but no, the podcast has been really fun and we have a lot of male listeners, which I, yeah, I was like really surprised by, cause I didn't know like our guys going to want to listen to, for women talk and apparently they do well you're a your voices are so distinct and you guys all have such different opinions that i feel like it is a very easy listen and i feel like it's like an inside look for men actually all men should be listening to this <laughs> podcast because it's like oh that's what they want that we had a think. review like that this guy said wow i feel like i'm listening to like my wife and her friends and actually list like this is what girls are talking about yeah and we give some dating advice and you have a sex episode that i really want to listen to i haven't Ooh, listened to that it was yet. a really good episode i think that was actually our best episode i might listen to it when you listen. i was surprised that a few of the girls went there i was like oh wow they're being really open that's cool Oh, it was cool. And yeah. People can listen to it on like, yeah, iTunes, it's on any Spotify. platform. Entertain nice. her, um, entertain action her. park media's the overhead. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a fun experience. So yeah, listen, yes, tune in. listen, um, before you go, I have two questions. Do you have a dream dinner guest table? Like who do you want sitting at your table? Dead, alive, real, not real. Okay. So I had a couple thoughts okay. about this. One is obviously I love Meryl Streep. So I'm like, hello, I would love to have dinner with Meryl Streep, right? But if I'm like going to cook and really want to challenge myself, it would be Ina Garten. Ooh. Because I love so many of her recipes. I make, she has a really good lemon chicken that I've made. But I mean, so many of her recipes are so good. I've been making them for 10 years. But that, and also when you watch Barefoot Contessa, she's a good host. Like when she hosts these dinners that her friends come over to at the end. 
So that would be such a challenge oh of God. can I level up to have her come over and actually enjoy the food and enjoy like what I've created as an ambiance. Like, I don't know. It would be that. All I picture is just her drinking a giant martini. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just think she's so great. Oh my gosh. That's a good one. No one said her yet. Mm. I like that. Has, has anyone said Meryl Streep? No, oh. no Meryl Streep. I feel like you could have two of them. You could have that's them together. I would, hear them talk. That would be an epic dinner. I wonder if Meryl cooks. I don't know. I don't really picture her cooking. One of my favorite scenes. I'm weird. I love the movie The Hours. I've seen it probably 30 times. Okay. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Virginia Woolf. Yeah. Meryl Streep. Julianne Moore. I love it because the writing's so good. The acting is so good. I mean, they all were nominated for Oscars. Yeah. She won the Oscar. Nicole did. Um, but there is a scene where, and my acting teacher used to always tell me, emotion is in your body, right? Like You'd always hear that. When I watched this scene of Meryl Streep in that movie, that's when it finally clicked to me of, wow, the emotion is in her body. She, um, Jeff Daniels comes over. She's getting ready for the party mm. and she's making, she's like cracking eggs. So she has eggs like in her hands, like the yolk is going through into the sink. And she's obviously upset by him being there and her body. And like, there's no way to act what she was doing. It was just, she was so obviously in this moment and Meryl Streep. And it was like, she was doing everything she could to not cry that her body was doing these like weird movement things that was fascinating to watch. And then she was playing with her bracelet when she was like crying, but trying to keep stop crying. And then I also rewatched the movie with them doing the commentary on it. And when that scene plays, Meryl's like, Oh my God, I look like a prune. And she's like, that's what you look like when you do that scene for eight hours. I'm like eight hours. She did that scene for eight hours. Oh my God. Oh, but you got to watch the scene. But to me, it was such a masterclass in watching someone break emotionally Mm -hmm. was watching her in that scene. Wow. That's really yeah. cool. She's Meryl Streep. Wow. Guys, this is like acting and cooking with Sarah Sanderson. <laughs> That's my life. I love about it. cats and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> also like animals. Oh my gosh. I love it. Um, I guess I feel like that was like a great tip to watch that. Do you have any other tips? You've dropped so many already. Do you have tips any about other, what? Anything you want. Any advice for life, advice for cooking, advice for anything, any little saying. I have an advice that I think I need to take a little bit more. Mm-hmm. To listen, really listen to people. Yes. And try to understand what it is they're trying to say. I feel like that, I mean, would just bleed into so many aspects of life, you know? Yeah. Just, but even for acting, mm-hmm. acting is listening and reacting. Totally. Um, listen, gotta be a good listener. And then also in life, I feel like I'm a very good listener in acting. In life, I could use a little work. I feel like I go through like a checklist of things while people are talking sometimes. Like there's all the voices in the head. Mm -hmm. They just need to be shut off. I mean, we were talking about this before we started yesterday. Like I just, I was like trying to sight memorize stuff and I just couldn't because I had so many other voices in my head, like just going through a list of all other things that I couldn't focus Yeah, and I should have just like shut them all off (laughs) and like just. Yeah. No. But think about how powerful. I think Tom Cruise, I've heard that they say he's like this. There are certain, usually they're giant celebrities that can make you feel like you are the only person in the room mm-hmm. when you're talking to them and they're just looking at you and you can tell they are giving you 100% of their attention. And it's just, 
a crazy feeling to experience, but that person's being very present and is listening to you. I'm not going to lie. That's one of Tommy's. He's worked on a ton of talk shows and has met tons of celebrities. And Tom Cruise was their number one guest. Interesting. Yeah. And he said that like exact thing about him. So, wow. See, I did hear that correctly. <laughs> Were you guys talking about it? No. No, it's just this it. rumor I had heard. I've never even met Tom yeah. Cruise. Supposedly, yeah, he's great. So, wow. I, I wish I had that magic. You do. No, I feel like I, feel you... like I look around the room. <laughs> I'm again like you. I'm thinking, like, oh, do I need to? Is someone coming? What do I gotta do? <laughs> I don't know. That's just intense to me. But again, for some reason, I could do it. And, and if we were doing a scene, I could do it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we'll just focus on that. And um, Paisans, listen to Entertain Her podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, pimp yourself out. Tell everyone again where they can find you, reach out, all the yes. things. Yes. Uh, my Instagram is Sarah E. Sanderson. No H on the Sarah. Thank you again, Mom. Um, and all of my... If you want to see what we're talking about for the recipes, check yeah. out my Reels page. And then also the videos. And then my New York story highlight will have the food that we were talking about today. And then I also have an Italy highlight that you can find. And then I also have a few cooking highlights. So you can find those as well. And if you're into animals, I had two cats. I had to get introduced to our 100-pound German Shepherd when we first moved in together during COVID. It's called Animal TV Highlight. (laughs) And it's pretty funny. Oh, my God, it is. It's very good. Um, Well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yes, you're fabulous. You could come back whenever you want. Oh, yes. (laughs) Come hang. We need to, we need to cook together. I was just going to say that we should make a meal. We should video. Oh God. Yes. We should like host a little part. We'll find an excuse. Okay. Um, and Paisans, grazie for listening. You can find me at Jacqueline Marfuji on Instagram and, um, at the Jacqueline Marfuji on TikTok for some food videos. And yeah, I have some shows coming up. Uh, so yeah, I post all those and hopefully I'll be doing a show with you together too. I know. Um, so again, uh, grazie for listening and I hope you guys have a fabulous week and ciao.